Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Debo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 29. I tell you what, it's getting a little chilly here in Southern California. Now, I know that is incredibly insulting to those of you who uh, live in a winter wonderland. Like uh, I, I, I sometimes talk, talk to some of my buddies back in Chicago and and I'm like, man, it's so cold. The water's freezing. You know, when I'm surfing, it's so cold. And they're like, are you kidding me? I had to shovel my driveway. And so we're wimps out here in Southern California. Um, but it is getting a little cold, which means uh, I have brought some of my front porch experience uh, in uh, in our kind of our little sitting room. We have a little fireplace there. And then I kind of open up the windows. I can look out the out the windows onto my front porch, but I've had to come in a couple mornings because it's been a little chilly. So anyway, hope you're having a great day wherever you are. I'm really, really excited about going through this passage today. Um, But I had something really cool happen last week. Uh, Patty and I were going to visit some friends. Uh, Their father uh, had, uh, had had knee surgery. And so um, we were going to go into the hospital and we were going to bring them dinner. But I think they were kind of like, ah, we don't you know, we don't really want that or we don't want to inconvenience you or, you know, or whatever it was. But um, so we're like, OK, well, Patty and I started driving out. It was kind of crazy. I got home from work and then just kind of ran over really quick. And 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 Patty's like, listen, I'm really hungry. Let's let's pull over, pull over and get some food to eat. And so, you know, I brought up Yelp. Oh, look, there's a Chick-fil-A. So went to, swung around. Oh, I'm sorry, not Chick-fil-A. It was, it was Raising Cane's. Yeah, it was Raising Cane's. So I was like, oh, cool. We love Raising Cane's. By the way, if you've never had Raising Cane's, it's amazing. So uh, flip around, uh, find the Raising Cane's. And as we pull up into um, kind of where the drive-thru is, a, a guy meets us. And they said, hey, do you have a ticket? We're like, no, we don't have a ticket. We're just here to get some food. And they're like, no, no, no. Today is the first day that it's open. And we're like, okay. And they're like, yeah, here's the deal. If you don't have a ticket, that's fine. Go through the drive-thru. You can order as much food as you want. And we're like, are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah. So we text our friends. We're like, hey, uh, we're going through Raising Cane's. Do you want some food? No, we're fine. It's free. Are you kidding me? So we end up getting this food. So we're on the highway and we're, and Patty and I are tripping out. We're like, wow, that is so crazy. That's so cool. I mean, we're in kind of budget crunch mode right now in the Goki household. We're trying to be wise. Uh, in January, we do something every year that we, we, it's just, we eat soup for basically the whole month of January. We've done it for, uh, gosh, as long as I can remember, but we try to save some money. So we decided, well, maybe we'll start a little earlier. So we've been eating a lot of soup. So uh, anyway, we're driving on the highway to the hospital. We just both had this moment of just feeling, you know, I think sometimes we miss the small things, right? We miss the small things. And, and, And we were driving down the highway, just realizing what God had done. One, we were hungry. Two, we didn't want to spend any money. Three, our friends didn't necessarily want to inconvenience us and put us out by saying, hey, bring us food, but they were hungry and God fed us and God fed them for free. 
And it was one of those really beautiful moments of gratitude where we just went like, wow, you didn't have to do that. And I know maybe for some of you were like, oh, that's just by chance. I, I don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I think God saw our hearts, saw our desires, saw where we were, and he met that need. And so as I was thinking about this passage, um, that story kind of came to mind. But this passage, man, oh, man, so good, so beautifully written. And, and I wonder if you would just listen to this and think about yourself uh, in light of it. And this is David in Psalms 18, uh, one through two. And he says this, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and my horn, my salvation, my stronghold. What a beautiful passage. David just expressing gratitude, expressing his love, just him coming to understand all of who God is and all that God has done. Have you, have you ever had a moment of just like, overwhelming gratefulness in your life. Just overwhelming gratefulness. Like it overwhelmed you. It overcame you. And you just felt so grateful. Like, have you ever had a, a close call? You know what I mean? Like something, it could have gone really, really bad. Maybe you're driving down the highway. Like my, my son a month ago uh, was driving down the highway in, in Phoenix and, you know, Stop, he was going 85 miles an hour, traffic stopped, he locked on his brakes, I mean, skidded, pulled over to the side kind of thing, or skidded off to the side into a different lane and and kind of like shook him. But like, so, whoa, that was a close call. I'm so grateful that I didn't die. I'm so grateful that God spared my life. Have you ever had a a diagnosis that you were pretty sure like, this is bad? This isn't good. And this is going to change the trajectory trajectory <laughs> of, our, of our family, of, of my life. And then all of a sudden you come to find out that you're not diagnosed with that or, and it didn't go through. And so you have this overwhelming sense of like, wow, that could have gone really bad and, and it didn't. And you, you feel a sense of um, gratefulness. Have you ever like sat and watched a sunset? Or watched a sunrise? Has it ever got you emotional? You know, watching a sunset. You know, have you ever stared at a mountain peak and it just was like, wow. Or did you ever watch your kids? If you have kids, like, run around and you watch their joy. And you start feeling like, wow. And you start to feel so grateful. So overwhelmed. This is David. David's coming after uh, David's coming off of a 10 year stint, 10 plus year stint of just really hard times running for his life. So much confusion, so much ambiguity. And he's reflecting on all that God has been to him. Like, it's almost like he, it's almost like he became the king and he's running into the kingdom and he has this pause where he's like writing down and he's thinking about all that he's been through over his lifetime called as a shepherd. He defeats uh, Goliath. He becomes the most famous warrior in the land. He, he becomes uh, Saul's kind of 
whipping post. He becomes kind of hunted down by Paul or Saul, and he he has to like he's he's almost starving at times, and like he he doesn't know what to do, and he's going, God, why why are my enemies come against me? So many of the Psalms are like that, but it's like in this moment he just like looks back and he's feeling grateful. He's just like, wow. And he starts off by saying, I love you. I love you. Oh, Lord. When was the last time you told God, I love you? When was the last time you told him that? Not just love you, Lord. Not just, you know how sometimes we do that passing I love you thing? You know, where you like say, you know, talk on the phone, you hang up the phone, you're just about to hang up the phone. You love you, love you too. Bye. You know, it's just really quick, fairly insincere, but just a little reminder. This is different. This I love you is like heartfelt, soul felt. You know, you ever have that, that I love you with God, where you just maybe sit and you're reflecting and you're so grateful and you're just like, I just love you so much. And this is David. I just love you. And he starts to go through this list. And I I think this list is significant for you. And I repeat some things, but he says, God, I love you so much. You're my strength. You're my rock. You're my fortress. You're my deliverer. He again says, you're my rock. You're my refuge. You're my shield. You're my salvation. You're my stronghold. He's just reminding himself who God has been. He's remembering God's faithfulness to him. And he's just overwhelmed with love and gratitude that God did not abandon him. God did not leave him. It felt like that at times. Like all the chaos that was all around, it just, it's, it was so confusing at times, but now he's reflecting and he's going, I just love you. I love you for all of these things that you are in my life. You did not leave me. You did not abandon me. You were here. In fact, the reason why I am alive is because you're my deliverer. You're like my home. You're my fortress. You're my rock. I can find security in in you, you're my shield. You defended me. You were, you went before me. You're my stronghold. You're my salvation. You're the reason why I'm alive. When was the last time you were really grateful to God? That you just stopped and you did what David's doing here. You're reflecting and you're going, whoa, all that you have done for me. All that you have taken care of me. When was the last time you reflected on everything that he's taken care of? Like, I know I joke around a lot, but when was the last time you woke up in the morning and went, whoa, I'm awake. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in your life. Yeah, maybe things aren't working out the way you thought they were going to work out. Maybe you're like concerned about going to your job that day because it's really hard. Maybe you're sleeping next to a spouse that you just don't know what to do with. And it's really hard, right? Maybe you've got some sickness in the home. Maybe your kids are having a hard time, whatever that is. But have you ever just woken up and just been grateful that you're alive? Been grateful that you live in a home? That you just can walk downstairs into your kitchen or apartment or wherever you're at, right? And you can, you can have food. It's in your, in your pantry, or in your cabinets, and you can make it and eat it right there. When was the last time you reflected on all he has done for you? That you would just go, whoa, 
I have not paused. I have not been thankful for this. I have not expressed this to you. When was the last time you celebrated him and praised him? This is what David is teaching us here. He's teaching us to to praise him for everything he is, for everything he's doing. Like, when was the last time you just praised him? When was the last time you just stopped and you went, wow, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for everything you've done. You know, you know, Patty and I have been married for 21 years, as, as you know, some of you know who have been listening to the podcast, and, um, or it, it'll be 21 years here in a couple weeks. Um, but, you know, I guess I never really saw it. You know, I, I guess I never really truly understood all that she had been doing all these years. In fact, I found myself so often going, looking at all the things she wasn't doing. And I think this is what happens a lot of times for you and I. We, we get far too wrapped up in all that God is not doing or what we, in, what we believe he's not doing or all we believe he should do. And that continues to be a lens in which we see the world through. In some ways, it feels like uh, God's got his thumb on us. And we just feel like overwhelmed. So we have these sense of God, where are you, God? Why isn't this working out? And I think what happens when we make this shift in our lives towards gratitude is it starts to change everything. It starts to reframe everything. You're like, wait, whoa, wait a second. I'm alive. Oh, wait a second. I have a home. I have a bed. I have a car. I have food. <laughs> I have, you know, for some of you, a little money in the bank, right? You have people around you, a community around who, who can take care of you. At your fingertips, you have help. You know, like, have you paused? So most of you, I would imagine, have jobs. Like, wow, what a gift that he's given to you. And I wonder if we can shift our focus away from what we feel like God isn't doing to what he is doing, if that would change the whole narrative. And that's what it, it was with Patty. I just started looking at, wow, look at all she's done. Unbelievable. Wow. So grateful for her. And so grateful to God who has given her to me. She's a gift, right? In in, um, Ecclesiastes 9, it says that love the one you're with for she is your reward for the toil in this world. What a gift she is. Because when we start pulling back and we start realizing, whoa, whoa, wait a second. We were dead in our sins. We are separated from God. And Jesus saved us, not because of anything that we've done, but because he loves us. He loves you. That for us should go, oh my gosh, I love you, God. Then you're my strength. You're my rock. You're my fortress. You're my deliverer. You're my rock. You're my refuge. You're my shield. You're my salvation. You're my stronghold. You're everything And I celebrate you today, oh God of the universe, who sees me, loves me, and knows me. When we celebrate God, when we worship him, we put him in his right place. We put him in his right place. So what are you grateful to God for? And how will you express that today? I can't encourage you enough to read this passage, but then also practice it. Practice it today. Oh God, you deserve all the glory, all the honor, 
all the praise. We join creation in worshiping you. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.